Thank you all for coming. I know these last few months have been difficult. We lost Malik in an awful attack. We've seen the other guilds move to try and capitalize on our weakness. Some of us have been found wanting in the face of that pressure. And now we have this dwarf from Amara peddling some new tech. We don't have the luxury of time needed to bring someone up to replace Malik. I know we all have candidates in mind, but I think the best course of action is for the remaining board members to absorb Malik's projects. At the very least on a temporary basis. I know, however, that most of you are concerned with the man from Amara. We have made many profitable inroads with organizations from Amara, such as Moto Specialized Research, but Mr. Ford does not seem willing to play ball. The other guilds are, at best, ambivalent toward him, but we know better than most what an upstart can do to the status quo. This is why I propose that we, uh, <laughs> we fight fire with fire, so to speak, and put our own upstart in charge of our strategy for dealing with him.
uh, thank you for uh, tuning in, I guess. Uh, people tune into podcasts, downloading, accessing it through the internet. Uh, the uh, the room where it happened. Uh, a live play podcast focused on communal world building and having fun. Um, so today we're going to be playing like a one shot. Uh, we're going to be playing a game called The Kingdom uh, by... Let me go ahead and get to the... We're going to be playing Kingdom. And it was made by... It's not on the... Oh, by Ben Robbins. There we go. Um, and it's basically like a GM-less, uh, statless game. Uh, and what we're going to do today is... Uh, um, for one, we're not all playing in the same room, which is almost the it's antithesis the of our entire room. Happened. It's not the room. It's the virtual room where the, it happened. The four rooms where it happened. The four rooms where it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> probably where I'm going to name this or what I'm going to name this now. That's um, good, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to be, uh, trying to suss out. Uh, so in, in the game, we're going to be doing from the last, uh, loom session that you guys heard before the dread, uh, the dread game. Uh, to when we pick back up, it's going to be three months uh, of in-game time, and uh, I kind of wanted to figure out. Well, I know, so, like, I know what all of the peoples, for the most part, are going to be doing in that time, but I don't know what the city does at that time. And so, I thought that would be an interesting thing to explore. And so, today it's me um, and Danielle. Hi. And Shannon. Hi. And Emily. Hello. Uh, and we're going to be figuring out what happens to, uh, to the city loom, um, specifically from the perspective of people who hold, I guess, positions of power in the city. Um, so, so we're going to be playing the kingdom. Um, basically it's a game where you create a kingdom and, uh, um, solve issues within it. So, so step one, uh, we have to choose what our kingdom is. I think we've we've more or less sort of done that. Uh, we're going to be in the city, the city of Loom. Um, it is a uh, you know independent city state uh, with a kind of fraught political structure uh, and lots of mega corporation style mage guilds that sort of push the real power around. But there are a couple of other entities that really have power and that's specifically the keepers and the parliament uh even though people view the parliament as being in the back pocket of the 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 guilds they can't it has its own sort of power because it can't be gotten rid of explicitly by the guilds (laughs) so okay so do you guys have the pd do you guys have like the rule book pulled up um not right now but i can okay no i need to yeah probably want to do that um So that's step one. Uh, step two would be to suss out threats to our kingdom. So, so I guess we should probably guilds, do like, hmm? right? So we're just the four guilds, right? Well, um, like I—that's what was my initial thought. But I thought it'd be in, it could be interesting if uh, here here's sort of what I was thinking. I was like, it could be interesting if we all were representatives maybe of different like you can either be from a guild or possibly representative from the keepers or even a member of parliament um that i would try and keep when you're thinking about your characters somebody who can't make unilateral decisions for an entire organization so like um so we're making these up on the spot y- yeah all right 
Um, I'm, I, I'm cheating a little bit because I know who I'm going to play as my, as my character. But who are you going to play as your character? We'll get to that when we get to characters. Oh, but I just got um, so but excited. Yeah, we'll, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about characters here in a second. Once we, I'm going to go like straight up just through the steps as they're listed out in the the PDF here. So, okay. um, which is, is a really good game, by the way, guys. Like, I really like this game and its companion game, Follow. I haven't played Micros Microscope yet, but it look I if if these are any sort of indications, seems like it's pretty good. Um, so we need threats. Um that face the city uh and it can be internal or an external threat uh, it specifically says to have like a good mixture of threats so like if you like so not all of your threats are, are external so like one of your threats is internal um here they specifically have like listed two threats and i think that's probably good we can always like i think the way that the game is structured if something comes up we can always like change or add more uh if we want to uh, but for right now, we probably need to, like, determine the threats. And I have, I have like, an idea for an external threat, uh, sort of, as our, it's basically as our character. Well, I guess this is really an internal threat. Yeah, so this would be, my bad, I've got a good idea for an internal threat. So I was thinking about it in different terms, because I was thinking about it in the way that, like, our characters would view the threat. But that's actually... It, that's actually like a bad way of thinking about it because we need to be, we're our characters but we are also essentially like, we need to have a sort of a sense of um, detachment. Yeah, there's a separation. Yeah. yeah. Like we're we're our characters but we're also directors of the story. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we are simultaneously our characters and the players who are trying to make things interesting for our characters. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, because like safe, happy lives don't make for interesting stories. It's true. Bad, very bad often. things are much more entertaining. Um, so I was thinking like a good internal threat would be um, like a sh the shifting opinions of the populace, like against uh, against the current power structure, mm -hmm. uh, which we you know theoretically would all be part of, and we all have like kind of a stake in. Um, like, uh, so basically, like, the populace is, like, there's a salt, like, you know, the, there's a populist movement, uh, to, like, get rid of the guilds or restructure the parliament or something. That's just my vague idea. Feel free to, I am not the GM. I don't make any decisions here. Uh, so We're just feel so free used to. to you making the decision. I know, right? Uh, but feel free to, like, if you think that's dumb. We can do something else. I have no plan for tonight. Um, or if you've got like some suggestions on how to make maybe better word that, <laughs> that would be useful. <laughs> um, can you like, can you type in the chat the idea you're trying to convey so we can see all this too? Yeah, sure. Like yeah, we yeah. can look back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have had Joe make us a chat specifically for this. Oh, well. Um, yeah, the rest of the people in this Discord are going to be real confused after tonight. That's fair. Um, because instead of hitting the plus button and making our own Discord, we're just using the one we're already in with like yeah, this is the one we usually uh, this is the one we usually game in. So <laughs> um, internal.
So, like, there's an idea. Guys, this is probably yeah. ridiculous, but... Oh, wait, there's chat. Mm-hmm. Hold on, there's chat. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag Aha, chat. There yeah. we go. Okay. Sorry. New to Discord. <laughs> kind of old. Aww. It's fine. Baby's it's first like, Discord. <laughs> it's like better Skype is really what it is. <laughs> yeah. Much better. I had I, I had to convince my brother to download Discord. He's like, "But why? Why would I? Why wouldn't I just use Skype?" And I was like, "Because it's better than Skype." <laughs> Skype is fucking trash. Is Clove your brother? Huh? No, Clove isn't your who? No, I don't know half these um, people. Not- my brother is probably Kunim on here. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So so I I like that threat. That mm-hmm. is a good threat. Um, would the fact that the um, that the um, current power structure is also completely rotten and full of terrible people be another threat? <laughs> or that could be that, an inter- too, that could be a solid threat. Well, the um, that's not. You know what? I don't. I don't dislike that because I do have plans for who I want to play, but that actually would be very, very interesting. That almost could like turn the the threat you just posted into like a compound sentence, basically. Like, because it's kind of along so those lines, like, right? right. Yeah. yeah. So what you're thinking, what if I'm if I'm vibing on it right, Emily? What you're saying is like the populist feelings towards the current power structure are souring because they they suck they for, suck ass for basically. good reason because they're all right. evildoers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Not all evildoers. Some of them are just <laughs> well. Some of them are just shitty capitalists. Yeah. So I guess that's basically okay. the same. So, so question: mm-hmm. Are we are these the threats that exist at the start of the game, or are these the threats that we are going to explore as we play the game? Uh, I mean, kind of both, but like my, my, my question is, do we, do we see the evolution of things being really corrupt and then the populace starting to to sour or has the populace already soured and we're looking at the results of that? Uh, Everybody is aware of the threats at the beginning of the game, it says. Okay. Also, we need three. I thought it was two, but it's three. Okay, so okay. so we currently have one. We have populist feelings towards current power structure souring, and for good reason. Is there like an external one that like are we trying to compete with like an another city? Like, yeah, I was gonna, could be. I was gonna yeah. think like Loom. Loom is a city state. Yeah, and we never talk but... about the places other than Loom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's we can definitely do that. Like, so like, how would, how would another city be a, cause the, one of the things that I've kind of set up is that the reason that Loom can even exist as an independent city state is because it's, it's, so it's not like leaps and bounds technical. It is essentially like as a bad, as a bad, uh, analogy, it is the Wakanda to the rest of the world. Like the rest of the world is like on roughly the same playing field as Loom, but Loom is like at least two generations ahead tech wise. Did you just mm-hmm. make a Black Panther? He made Panther? a Black Panther reference. Yeah, yeah it's a Black Panther and reference. And it was choice. Okay. Just Wakanda it, huh? is the best. I'm so excited for that movie. <laughs> All right. So that movie's going to be fucking sick. Like, it's going to be so good. So could we so could we say that there's another another city-state that is that is nipping at our heels? Perhaps. Well, yeah. what if, what if, uh, 
What if instead of that, it's that Loom has never been one to share its technology, and now the other city states are getting jealous? Ooh, that could be right. Like good. we advanced and didn't help anyone else. Ooh, 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 yeah. ooh, and we've just been like jealously guarding our secrets here and selling it to the other cities, and they're like, now wait a minute. And um, maybe some of the guilds have um, have uncovered spies. Um, corporate oh. corporate espionage. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and type this out. So a network of spies stealing guild secrets for is it one other city or multiple? Let's let's keep it to one other city so we have a kind of like one direct enemy to deal mm-hmm. with. Um, yeah. That other city over there that we don't like, Yar. Um, yeah, we, but we need to give it a name. Yeah, we do need to give it a name. Uh, to Loom, the it, I, Loom is definitely an elven word that I generated off of a generator. So Okay, so it should be not an elven word. It's true. That's probably... The, the, What's the opposite uh, of elves? Dwarves. <laughs> Orcs. Orcs are actually the opposite of elves. So what's an orc word? Gundabad. Uh, no, that's directly Gundabad. from, yeah. It's directly from that- L-O-T-R. How about <laughs> Amar? It's a spaceship. I don't, I don't dislike that. Yeah, Amar sounds good. Yeah, Amar. That's pretty good seeming. It is spelled like debt. Okay, uh, that works okay. for me. I have another one for you. Okay. Um, so the animal people on the outskirts of town have been facing like weird climatic offense okay. events, um, which we established in canon before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something weird's um, happening out there, and clearly no one's doing anything about it. And probably they're pretty pissed. And that probably plays into the first internal threat. Mm-hmm. But maybe they can be, like, leading the charge on that. That that could be, yeah. So could could that possibly be an upshot of the tech that's going on in the city of Loom? Like, like our toxic waste is... Oh. Yeah. We can... Let's not get to... to uh, we'll get into details a little bit later. Like, of why the, like, basically, like, we know, like, we as characters who have been playing in the world know, like, there's a lot of reasons why it's bad. Um, but the, those are essentially, like, the, we can, we can save all of that as, like, fodders for, for scenes, yeah. scenes later. We don't have mm-hmm. to define any of that right now. Okay. Um, I like the, I like the animal people's thing. I do feel like we could probably roll that into the first threat and that can just be, like, yeah. Uh, that can be fodder for, that can be more yeah. scene fodder. Mm-hmm. But I like that. I like that. Um, let's see. We need, so we've got an internal threat and an external threat. We need one more of either. Um, what, what is the role of the elves? Have they, have they, are they still kind of, Outside of society in Loom, and and um, how how, de- are, how dependent guilds, are right? we on them? So used to vary, um, because the very first guild who started the techno- technological revolution was Elder Tower, which was started by a si- si- like a pair of siblings 
who were elves, mm-hmm. one of whom you've already met. Mm-hmm. Um, they later <laughs> broke off. Like the one that you've already met broke off and created the Dust to Dust Guild because they had disagreement with their sibling. Okay. Um, but the the second guild that started up was uh, Glittering Oath, which is primarily controlled by like uh, its CEO is like a human person. Mm-hmm. So the elves are not vital. I would be hesitant to say the elves are no longer vital to the situation because there's lots of elves popul- like floating around all kinds of different. They've got their fingers in things. Mm-hmm. They've had a hundred years to do that, but uh, but they are not. I wouldn't say that they're part of. You're not going to find elves any elf like chilling out in like the shitty part of town and probably not even in the middle class part of town unless they're deciding to slum it mm-hmm. like they're old and they are they came to the city with pre-established wealth mm-hmm. from lands unknown and they are they they're part of the society is that they are part of high society so if there was some kind of a situation in which the elves were having to go back to where they came from if, 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 there, um, if there was some kind of an exodus, some kind of a trouble in the home world of some kind, would that how would how would that affect Loom? It would be. It is. I would say right now that a similarish situation is currently affecting Loom, just nobody realizes it. Okay. From scary DM perspective. Oh, great! Thanks. <laughs> okay. So there's some so there's some hints for things that are that are coming up. Um, is that not something the that way you want that us I am, to do? Um, the way that I am that I have the elves are mysterious right now, but it's not because I haven't figured out what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I do know what's going on with them. Just the thing that's going on with them is really weird. Okay. Uh, I'm leaning very, like, I'm kind of leaning elf-wise, like, characteristically, the reason they have super long names and they have, like, weird speech patterns um, is because I'm re- leaning real heavy into the Tolkien idea that they're, like, these very other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have a, like, their their homelands are very weird uh which is why and there's also a reason why like no one's ever found the elf elven homelands okay so and why maybe (laughs) i don't want to stay there alien but they're totally aliens yeah picture another planet and that's why they have all the technology it's a pern situation y'all it but i've never read pern but i may have copied them maybe (laughs) 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 so so that could be an issue, but there, there's also a reason why the elves decided to come to this world too. So, okay, that maybe that wouldn't be a thing, probably. What? What? If- or it would be a much bigger thing that we can deal with in this game <laughs> in three months. <laughs> it would change our current campaign significantly. <laughs> okay. Um. So what if? What if? Um. There was a competing technology coming in and being marketed like like black market competing technological advances coming into the city maybe uh, maybe okay. from Amar so something that's or, or like from an, or from another completely other place okay for so, so something that's more straight up maybe something that's more straight up actual technology 
Right. As opposed to the, like the Magitech that they, they, they sort of deal in. Right. Right. So I, I don't know, maybe like, like dwarf or gnome technology that's actually maybe like steam driven or something like Ooh. that. Um, you can do that some like weird that, steampunk. And that it's not, it's not as expensive. Um, mm-hmm. and, Ooh, yeah. and, um, so it puts, it puts things like, like, cars or vehicles more in the um the grasp of of normal people um okay so basically we have like um we've got some some like dwarven ass henry ford ass motherfucker over somewhere cranking cranking things out right right but but he's doing it but it's definitely like on the black market like the the guilds don't quite know how to shut it down though and like the um the public um, move towards these things over the magic tech um, is well the the and the guilds are cracking down on it and it's just mm-hmm. fueling the populist feelings of negativity okay. towards the guilds okay um yeah we, we can probably go with that I wouldn't say we can we can later connect to the issues, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. solving the problem with the popular, like I want it to be clear that like solving the problem with the, the influx technology does not solve the people problem and the people problem right. and vice versa. Right. So, right. Okay. So, um, a massive influx of bootleg steampunk style tech flowing <laughs> into the city. <laughs> oh goodness. Adding steampunk to our rune punk. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Get, let's get some more some more genres up in there. Sure. Let's get cyberpunk let's next. This motherfucker. All I mean, the we punks. already kind of do that. All the punks. You guys deal with an AI already. But it's magic tech, kind of. Okay, so right now, how it sits is um, we have an internal threat of the populist feelings towards the current power structure are souring, and for good reason. Um, a network of spies are stealing guild secrets for Nether City, Amar, and a massive influx of bootleg steampunk style tech comes to the city. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna go ahead and. Oh, why is this so tangled? <laughs> what are you, are you are you doing fiber arts? Maybe. Okay. Uh, Actually, I think I'm going to as well. I will be right back. <laughs> everybody, everybody, share what you're doing while we're gaming. I'm coloring. Look, Christmas still hasn't happened, and I have so many things to make. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh Jesus, I've got it. Is that next I'm week? I'm making a belt. Is the hegemony yeah, party next week? Yes, it is. Oh Jesus, fuck. <laughs> oh, geez. oh, oh, god damn. Sorry, my messed up my Photoshop thing. Uh. No, no, no. That's just keyboards. There we go. Okay. Brian, do you need help? No, I'm okay. Okay. Everybody, okay. there's a there's a Daniel sitting across from me eating yet another popsicle. Just got done complaining Boy. about <laughs> being cold. Oh. That boy is all about the popsicles. <laughs> did this put underscores in here? How weird. No. No, it did not. 
Oh god. Okay, there we go. Um, I definitely know how to use Photoshop real good, guys. <laughs> um, okay. So, I think <coughs> now that we've got our threats, the next thing we need to establish are locations. Okay. So, um, each player describes two places in the kingdom where characters are likely to be found and to interact. Uh, this will be. Uh, this will give you places to role play later on and help everyone sort of visualize the kingdom. Uh, players can go in any order. Each player should come up with one location. So basically, what we're going to do is we're going to start like everybody comes up with one location, then we 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 move around and we'll do a different location. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, Emily's the tallest in the chat. What? And by what tallest, does that mean? I mean? The highest on the on my list. You're you're first on my list in the chat. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to come up with really cool names for things, and now it's just gonna suck. Well, we uh, we... This is a rat's nest. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the rat's nest. So the, the rat's rat nest, nest is. Uh... Oh, that's a, that's not a bad idea. That's not like a bad name for a thing, though. It's a bar, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Sounds yeah. like a bar. It sounds like a bar name. Okay. Um, is it like um? It's like a. It's like a bar that you wouldn't think would be good, but it is. Okay. Like with the names like the Rat's Nest. Yeah. Like, you don't think it's gonna be good, but then it actually is. Is it is it low key good or is it like underground? Only wealthy people go there. Good. Um, I think it's in like a not wealthy part of town and it's okay. like, so I don't think you see very many wealthy people there okay. cause like bars in the wealthy part of town, they're going to be names like glitter diamond and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll have like one, they'll have like one word named like art nouveau ass fucking restaurants. Sparkle right. pony. Yeah. Like, right. Like they'll just be place. Okay. Like, let's go to place. Um, and then the other one, I want oh, it to be we'll, a we'll, co- we'll come around. We're all going to do one, oh. then come around. Well, damn, don't steal my idea. <laughs> I thought we were doing two immediately. No, no, we're going to come around. So, the Rat's Nest, a pretty sweet-ass dive bar. Does it? Is it, like, nice because it's got real good-ass food? Or is it just, like, overall just a really, like, surprisingly nice bar? Yeah, like, I think the food is better than bar food. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, good. Like, kind of like the Green Dragon, like, in town. Like, you know how they actually cook really fucking good food. Yeah. Like, that place with the sweet sausages. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, the Rat's Nest, a pretty sweet-ass dive bar. Um, all right, so, oh, fuck, I'm next. Um... Uh, so I guess we'll contrast that. We'll have somewhere, like, uptown to meet. Um, so... Oh, hmm. no, it is a rat's... Oh. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, what the, what the hell? Um. So... Trying to think of like what's a okay. So, um, what is a name for a thing? I gotta come up. Names are hard, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the generators aren't that great at doing names. Like, um, we're probably not gonna have a place called the Luminous Moon of uh, 
This is th- this is definitely the kind of place where, like, this is the kind of city where we definitely would have a name like that um, for some place. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> whatever. Um. Okay. So, so th- my place is like um. It's called the um. Uh, it's the ro- it's the um Rackham Industrial Complex. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a, uh, it is a new sort of like industrial park that is a joint venture between the four guilds. Uh, for basically like they're 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 pushing it as like like synergization amongst them to have better ideas or you know something like that. But realistically, it was just uh, it's just like a place oh. where they can like basically they wanted a place where they could do a lot of like weird experiments and not have to not have to worry about like um getting like weird ecological permits or anything like that so mm-hmm. um and so like all four guilds basically have little offices there and there's like a lot of construction going on cuz it's new and it's in like the middle classish area of the city joint Industrial venture between. There's not three E's in between. The, but there is, but there's not four. Okay. Uh, Shannon. Um, I am thinking of a um, a very wealthy upper class place. Probably started with all elf clientele, but as others have. Um, have made their have made their fortunes. They have accepted other people. So, I'm thinking kind of a cross between like a high dollar spa and a gentleman's club that's not just restricted to gentlemen. So, so social like a social club, right? But they also do <laughs> like treatments, and you can get your massage, and you can get your you. Know, but it's it's also a place to be. It's more of a place to be seen and network than it is a place to actually relax. Um, if that makes any sense at all. Okay. Um, so since it's since it's an elf place and elves have these these wackadoodle names, we're going to mm-hmm. call it um, the the sensual um, forest waterfall that exists solely in the mind's eye. Okay. <laughs> The sensual forest waterfall that exists solely in the mind's eye, um, a spa and social club, a place to be to see and be seen mm-hmm. and to network. Yes, while you're wearing your your fancy pants bathrobe and um, getting your nails did. Yeah, yeah, Lo- love it, love it. Cool. All right, Danielle. Um, for the first one, I'm going to go straight up and say the the offices of Parliament. Okay. Because, like, that's some place that people would definitely go to like get shit done yeah, yeah but not not necessarily like the, the parliament like where they hold things but i'm thinking like the hallways and shit where people meet behind closed yeah, doors yeah. like to, not the parliament itself but basically whatever the parliament's equivalent equivalent of capitol hill is yeah yeah okay cool there we go the offices of parliament it's parliament office um <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, Emily, we're back to you. Okay, so I guess I'll still stick with, like, it's just a fucking park. Like, but it's like, (laughs) it's like in the nice part of town. So only the nice people bring their nice, rich children there. Mm -hmm. And like, they can sit and like, other people watch their nice, rich children while they go to a different area. Like, get fucking rich people snow cones and hot dogs and such i don't yeah, know Par- parks in tennessee a- don't have vendors in them so like i'm just going off of things i've seen on like tv right. from new york <laughs> it'd be a good place to have a meeting that didn't look weird like you're just sitting in the park talking right yeah yeah exactly or like two people like but they're like on each side of a bench but you know and- that's sort of like clandestine meeting sort of thing mm-hmm. and that yeah. park is called the living city of Terra. i love it Um, the living city of Terra. It's just a fucking park, a rich people park. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, it's back to me. I know. I I was like, oh wait, Danielle gave me inspiration. I can just use places I've already created because we've already done some legwork on this. Um, we're gonna we're gonna one of our locations will be when you wish upon a star, which is the dream den uh, that you guys had your trippy experience in. Um, um. And actually, our listeners haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah they haven't experienced when you yeah, wish upon a star. Yeah, that was before it's we true. started. Uh, they had a re- like everybody had basically a weird drug trip. Uh, when you wish Everyone upon a star real is a um, yeah a uh, it's a dream den uh, run by a um, collection of fairies in one nymph uh, who have been in this city much longer than everybody else. Like this is the nymphs' grove, and they just built a building around it so no one would take it away from them. Um, and what essentially functions like a dream den, like a total recall style dream den where people can come in, they kind of experience these like, um, psychic, uh, manifestations of things that they want. But also what we can use it in is like, cool, you can have a clandestine meeting in the park, right? But nothing's more secure than like having a media meeting in your own minds. And so like, if you need it, to, if you need some real shady shit done or you need to, maybe it's easier to, like, if you pay off, uh, uh, Fuku, who is the nymph who runs the thing, um, like, you can maybe, like, get into somebody else's dream and be like, we need to talk. Like, Ooh. that sort of thing. Because she doesn't really, she doesn't much care, or they don't much care for people, so. Um, so they'll, like, they don't, they don't, they hate, they hate the people who run this city, but they can't, they just, they're, Fuku's entire plan is like, ah, I'm immortal, I'll just wait till they're all dead. <laughs> and I'll say the forest will the forest will take this city back eventually. Um because they don't want to uh they don't want to move someplace else. Okay. Uh Shannon, you're back up. Um I am I'm envisioning a think tank. Um Ooh. so um a place where um a place that's maybe not actually a guild place but that um that researches and gets started on um magitech um and then and then maybe sells the building blocks to to a guild um so they're kind of kind of contractors kind of kind of coming up with their own research also um okay. if that does that does that work in the world yeah i mean that yeah like i've got no 
Yeah, that that definitely could work in the world because the uh, like the other guilds essentially started off as that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's got to start somewhere, right? Right. So so these people are they are dependent. These, they're basically a Magitech startup. Yeah. Well. Well. Maybe. Maybe think of them as like as like a small drug company that then have okay. to like sell their sell their their patent. their patent to to big pharma or something like that. So um, and. Let's let's make that um, run by some um, some gnomish um, okay. researchers, and we're going to call it the um, we're going to call it um, <laughs> Daniel sitting across from me, and he, he just goes death. We're going to call it death. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's my ni- Real subtle message. Daniel's Everybody my nine year old son. Um, so uh, everybody inside the, everybody inside this think tank has like fucking asymmetric hair and wears fingerless gloves. Right. <laughs> Are you making fun of Cora's partner? <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of Cora's partner. I don't listen, think they wear fingerless gloves. L- listen, Oda only wore fingerless gloves in the weird 80s flashback you guys had. Okay. We're going to you have asymmetrical hair. We're going to call this place um Inotech Incorporated. Inotech Inc. Uh, okay, like it. Okay, Danielle, you're up. Um, so I want the next one to be a church. Um, okay. And so I was thinking either like the big main church that I'm sure that the keepers have on their mm-hmm. campus... Yeah, yeah. They would have um, they they have like sort of like a a multi faith facility because it's just easier yeah. logistically. And also none of them have and any issues with each other, so Right. Um and so that's kind of what I was what I was thinking of. Got any got a got a cute name for that? Uh how many different faiths are represented in the keepers? <laughs> like basically all of them. Yeah, but we don't have I don't have every D&D god in this world because I'm, that's it's just so many gods. Well, there's um, at least uh Pelor and Arathis and Ayun and 11. Okay. We we um, function off of the Dawn War pantheon if you ever want to look it up with uh with some weird eldritch horrors and one made up god in there. Mm-hmm. And also, we, okay. we we just butcher the characterizations of every one of these gods <laughs> historically, well, you know, whatever. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um. So then we could call it something like. Um, hold on. The House of the Rising Sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! When I type in eleven into Google, it only Stranger gives things. me gives me Stranger oh, Things. Oh no! <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. The House of the uh, Ego Waffle. <sighs> the house that Matt Smith built. Latin words. <laughs> Latin. What is Latin for eleven? <laughs> <laughs> 
11 derives from the Old English endelephon. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what is it? I don't know how to pronounce it, but it looks like it's, it is spelled like endeliophon. The endeliophon um, is a pretty imposing name. That's for pretty a thing. cool. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm going to spell it phonically. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's a fantasy world anyway. Welcome to our made-up world where we're correct. Where, where we have we the go. correct Latin okay. pronunciations because we're nerds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back over this. So um, the Rat's Nest, a pretty sweet-ass dive bar in the poor part of town. Um, the uh, Rackham Industrial Complex, a joint industrial venture run by the guilds. Uh, the sensual forest waterfall that exists solely in the mind's eye. A spa and social club, a place to be seen and to network. The offices of parliament. Uh, it's a parliament office. Uh, <laughs> the living the city of Terra. It's just same. a fucking park. A rich people park. <laughs> a rich people park. Um, when you wish upon a star, a dream den. Uh, Inotech Incorporated, a think, tank, a think tank run by gnomes. Uh, like an independent R&D group for Magitech, and the Indiophon, um, uh, no, the Indelophon, uh, a church, mm-hmm. uh, an interfaith megachurch operated by the Keepers. Yeah. I typed just the Keeps. Just the like, Keeps. This, 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 this Our good old friends over at the Keeps. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cool. All right, so... Okay, now we get to make characters. Okay, so your character um, is... Uh, so your character will be made up of, like, six parts. Um, your character will have a... I'm gonna, and I'll get into these in a second. Um, your character will have a role, character concept, locations, a wish or fear, an issue, and a bond. Um, what does it mean by location? Let me double-check something real quick. I think- Did we just do this wrong? <laughs> Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's just, it's the same locations. Yeah. Okay. Your character just comes from one of the, lo- like, your character hangs out in one of the locations that we created. I wish that they would have maybe mentioned that in the location section, but, oh, well, we've got like our we location. It's almost like could have read ahead. I know, right? God. It's like books don't move, like, <laughs> books can be viewed in a non-linear fashion. Okay. Um, so the roles, uh, there are three roles in the kingdom. Um... One is power. You have authority over the kingdom. You decide what the kingdom does and does not do. Perspective characters. You understand the kingdom, both its merits and flaws. You can foresee consequences and decision uh, of the decisions the kingdom makes. And the touchstone. Uh, you reflect the desires of the people of the kingdom. Your attitude shows us what the populace wants and how they are uh, reacting to what is happening. So basically, the... Um, the power people make decisions on what the kingdom's going to do about a problem. Uh, the perspective people uh, make a, they give essentially orders. Like we, so if this was like a military thing, it's like, we will attack, like we are going to lay siege to that town. And then the perspective person would make a prediction about what happens. Like if we lay siege to that town, uh, we will stretch it. Like our forces will be stretched thin and we'll be, we'll be weak from the flank or on our flanks. And then the touchstone person would be like, our soldiers are already, like, our soldiers are tired and homesick. Um, 
and do not want to see like lay siege to this town. Um, so that's sort of how their those roles sort of work. Um, and we can have multiples of of all of them. We don't necessarily any combination. Um, uh, like we, we have, have to have at least one of each, but we can we can have as many. Yeah. To start with, we can we have to have at least one of each. Yeah, and then that can change significantly. Um, yeah. We basically as at any point, as long as we don't all end up as the same role, uh, <laughs> we're we're good to go. Um. So. Uh, so step two would be, who are you? Who 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 who. Um. <laughs> thank you, Shannon. I I got it. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. I'm pretty sure Danielle and I also got it. Just <laughs> really just didn't want to encourage me. It's true. They were like, um, maybe if we're quiet about it, he'll stop. He'll <laughs> stop. Um, Honestly, that's my my attempt. Okay. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So I guess we'll just we'll go in the same order. Um, so, uh, basically the character thing is like, who are you? What is your role in the kingdom? What do you look like? Pretty straightforward. Um, locations is basically where you can generally be found at. Um, this isn't, I don't feel like that's as the, we've got enough locations. We can definitely sort that out. I feel like we can do, uh, like we can do situational awareness stuff pretty easily. Um, your wish or fear. Um, state what you basically your wish or fear about your character or your character has about the kingdom's future. Something that you wish, um, something that you hope the kingdom will do or become. Uh, a fear is something that you dread. Obviously, I feel like you know the word fear. That was a pretty explanatory sentence. Um, pick something that you want to explore in game. Um, uh, it will basically inform how you interact with other characters and what your character's sort of motivation will be. Um, and then you'll have an issue. Uh, basically, a like your issue is a problem that your character has with them, uh, like with themselves, like a character, like a personality flaw or a difficult personal relationship. Uh, pick something that you're interested in playing. Uh, your character would probably be would be happy to be rid of this issue, but as a player, it should interest you. Um, so examples they have are like Father Jacob doubts his faith. The editor of the Daily Whoa. Sentinel has a drinking problem. Uh, that sort of thing. And then Bond. Um, describe your connection to the player to your left. Um, basically, how we're going to do player to your left is looking at the Discord channel. Emily will have a bond with me. I'll have a bond with Shannon. Shannon will have a bond with Danielle. Daniel will have a bond with Emily. Everyone okay with should that? We do it, should, we do, should we do it the we other way around probably, so that you're creating a bond for the person who went before you? Yeah, we should probably do that the other way around. Cool. Okay, so Emily will have a bond with Danielle. Well, then yeah. Danielle won't have a character, though. Okay. We can come back around. Yeah. We'll, no, we'll no, no, no. I can go back and make yeah, yeah. a bond yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, we can do yeah. that. Okay. Someone's going to have to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. That's a fair point. Um, and yeah, so we'll do bond. So Emily will be to Danielle. Uh, I will be to Emily. Shannon will be to me. And then Danielle to Shannon. Awesome. Sound good? Sure. Yep. Okay, sick. 
Um, let me make sure that and take the quick second to. So I'm to yeah. Brian. So we didn't go the other way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're to Danielle. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you'll you'll come back and create a bond <clears throat> after I create my character. Okay. So I guess I should be working on this. Okay. Yep. So, um, what sort of like? So what's your general? What what's the general character concept that you're that you're kicking around right this second? Me. Yeah. Oh fuck! I just have a name. Well, here because no, I look, love look, look. names. Start with the name. Let's, there let's, are worse places to start. Yes. Yeah. Start with the name, and then I think the 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 thing to do is to think about what kind of issues you want to explore with this game. Like, where do you want to take these threats? And then kind of create your character with that in mind, if that makes sense. Right. Sorry, I'm also trying to update the podcast uh, social media while we're doing this, which is probably not useful. Probably not useful, Emmy. <laughs> We, we, we have to stay active. We applaud your tenacity. However. <laughs> we haven't posted in a while. I posted like like 15 minutes ago. Well, look, I forget there are multiple of us on there. Lord. Okay. What's your character's name, Emmy? Oh, God. We're doing... Okay. Um, here, I will type it out so you can see it. But it is Enix Synth. That's a cool name. That's my yep. character. I fucking love names. I have a spreadsheet of names. It was not hard to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And I think I think Enix is a touchstone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. You can, the thing is you're not stuck with that role. If at some point you you feel right. like Enix should do something the hell else, you can just change a role. Okay, so Enix will start out as a touchstone. So the okay. next thing is character concept. Okay. I will hang out at When You Wish Upon a Star. Can people who are, um, like, so if I wanted to not necessarily be, like, just a one-timer, like, that's like my they, place. They definitely right? have regulars. That is like okay. repeat business is their whole fucking deal. Sure. So that'll be my place. The the dream den is my place because I like that place and I want to explore it more. Okay. Um, but I need to figure out who I am, what I actually do. Oh, we only typed out one of our threats. Okay. I have all three threats. Um. Well, we typed out all three threats. They just yeah. went all next to each other. I can repost no. them if you like. Oh, sorry. All of your stuff ran together on my screen. Oh, okay. So yeah. I see it now. Um, I've also got a very, very weird looking uh, Photoshop file that I'm typing like and drawing lines in and everything. It's very good. We all <laughs> probably need to pick a different guild, right? Not you, necessarily. You don't, here's the thing. Don't don't feel like you necessarily need to be shoehorned into a guild. That was a thing I was thinking about, but I feel like it's more like the threats that we have are more interesting if we come at it from multiple angles now. Okay, then I won't tie Enix to any specific guild at the very moment. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want to, you can be part of like some kind of independent organization or hell, you can even be part of that like that weird R&D group that we came up with. 
aren't doing yeah the um, Inno... Inotech tech. oh I see like the think tank gotcha if you wanted to have um, a connection to the guilds without being part of the guilds I think that Enix definitely plays some role in specifically the third thread about the bootleg steampunk style tech like they work with uh, uh okay so the other thing is the other a uh, rule for your character before we kind of get into this you have to want the kingdom to succeed right no i'm not i'm not working against the kingdom i think that enix is like um doing the tech that's the opposite of like the bootleg stuff that's coming in okay, okay. the stuff they produce is the legit stuff and they're really upset about specifically the third threat obviously all Three of the threats are problems, but mm-hmm. the third one is my focus, Okay, I think. okay, so you, so you produce tech, and you're getting real pissed off about all these, like, garbage knockoffs that are flowing into the city. Yeah, fuck those okay. guys. Okay, and cool. um, Enix definitely sounds like the name of at least a half-elf. Okay. Um, and they're, they're neutral, mm-hmm. and they're young. They're, like... Um, Half-elves age the same, right? Yeah, they age the same as humans. Okay. So they're they're young, like, maybe even my age, like, in their mid-twenties, but they just, like, fucking excelled at what they did. And okay. Like, what's what's the word savant kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just were really good at it, so they moved up quickly. Okay. Cool. Um, locations, wish or fear, what is that? Um, wish or fear is like, wish is like something you want to see the kingdom accomplish. Uh, mm-hmm. fear is something that you fear will happen to the kingdom or like, okay. um, so, I think like, um, a good way to put it is like the wish is like, like, um, is like you wish to see. So going back to like my military thing I was using earlier, like if the kingdom was like a military that we were functioning in, uh, your wish would be like, a wish would be like, I want to see the kingdom bring peace and stability to the land. Um, right. So or I fear think- would be like, I, the, you know, the, the, I, I'm afraid that the kingdom will be used to subjugate, like to subjugate and. Right. You know, rule people. Yeah. I remember it now. Um, so I think I fear that the kingdom is, um, going to buy into, to this bootleg stuff. Like mm. they're going to suffer. What's a like actual eloquent way to word that? Like, um, Oh shit. Why did that get rasterized? Um, uh, well, okay. What is, so, Mm, what's her motivations for fearing that, I guess, or their motivations for fearing that? Um, cause well, for one, it'll fuck with my employment. Like, mm-hmm. right. And also Don't- like, like I like to assume that, uh, this is their career. Like, it's not just a job that they got hired at. Like they honestly feel like, like they're the super passionate they're producing- about it. Yeah. Yeah, what they're producing is going to make a difference and make things better, but this other stuff that's coming in is just, like, going to maybe make it uh, be be a hindrance. Okay. Here's, um... So I fear that the 
that the false technology coming into the city will do it harm, basically. Okay. Let's shore that up a bit. I was thinking it's like, um, um, fears that the, that subpar tech will stymie creativity in the city. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that? fair. The, the city is really big about magic and creativity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm typing my character up to post into the chat. Is I there am, anything else that I I am to... also doing that same thing. <laughs> I'm typing your well, character up, so... I, uh... I know my character better than you do. I mean, that's probably fair, yeah. <laughs> What's my problem? Name a personal issue that holds your character back. Um, personality flaw, difficult relationship. Well... What's an interesting thing that you would like to see explored in a character? Well, I guess my flaw is that I am like, okay, so I want to link this back to my location. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. while I'm also uh, like, while I am trying to better this world, my flaw is that sometimes I want to step away and like, sometimes I can get caught up in the fake world. Okay. 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 So too addicted Mm -hmm. to my, uh, hobby yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't call a dream the dreamed in a hobby uh <laughs> i don't i mean if you go there often enough it kind of becomes one doesn't it i feel like it becomes an addiction like <sighs> right but the attic probably doesn't call it an addiction that's true so very insightful danielle so it's not like even that like they're just sitting around like oh fuck i gotta get over the dream den but they're just like constantly recalling things and just like basically not always all there. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's cool. So, though. I like, okay. Is, yeah. Does that work? Yeah. I wrote mm-hmm. like what I have written down in my, like my cheat sheet uh, over here is like addicted to addicted to dream dead, but you, that can manifest however you want to manifest it. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to figure out how to make that manifest, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can also like, if I'm wrong in that, if I'm wrong in that, tell me now. No, it's, that's okay. fine. I just gotta make sure I play that up. Okay. Okay. Um, issue and bond. Okay, we're gonna come back around to Yeah, bond. I have to, I have to do that later. Bond TBA. Okay, cool. Wait, it says, oh, I'll have connection to two characters, but I only create one of them. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got through off by the thing. That's fair. I'll finish typing mine up while you go, Brian. Um, so I'm going to play a character that we haven't seen a whole lot of. Uh, his name is Wyatt Bancroft. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, we haven't seen very much of him at all. No, not, not any of him, especially not when he was bursting into actual flames in a trailer. Um, Sounds like we might be better. But you came up with a last name for him. That's Bancroft. good. That like, now like, they can get married. Like Anne I, said, I said that last name in game. Thank you. Seer can be scrawling their names together now. Mm-hmm. Well, no, see, the the arc has to come to him trying to kill Wyatt first. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's that's how it that's how it um, works. That's how it worked with um, Tessa and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not how it worked with Odo and Cora because 
they have a healthy relationship. It's true. Yeah. Well, you know. I, who's to say I would, I would that say that Tessa and I, and I have, have a, a healthy relationship. Well, you guys, you guys' relationship was brand new when we last last left it off. Maybe so. it didn't That's true. start healthy. Okay. Focus. <laughs> um, Anyways. Let's see. Okay. So Wyatt uh, is named Wyatt Vancroft. We already have his name. Um, he is a, he's a, also a half-elf dude. Um, he has, uh, brown hair and, um, he's got kind of like brownish brown eyes, kind of like a red, red vibe to them. Um, he is, uh, fairly handsome, but I mean, it's cause he's half an elf. Like it's hard to be not, not physically attractive and and not in half an elf basically um he recent recent things um he has a broken nose he sort of does like his nose is not currently broken like he got that healed up but there's still like a weird like it used to be just like a perfect nose because he had like perfect features but there's like a weird kind of crook in it like his nose isn't off center or anything there's like a crook in the bridge of his nose um, mm-hmm. that he definitely could have had fixed, but he chose not to. Um, locations, um, as far as our list of locations goes, uh, he's gonna hang out at the, um, the Rackham Industrial Complex place. Um, sweet. Oh, I guess he needs a roll, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to give that to Emily's character. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'll Put that on there. Touched it. Um, um, Wyatt's role. Uh, he's actually going to be a perspective character. I guess he's going to have, he's going to have like kind of a, I guess, similar sphere to Enix. Um, in that he, he fears that the kingdom will become too focused on um like too focused on profit and lose sight of what makes it great um issue that he has um he can uh an issue that he has is he has a tendency to put his cur- whatever his current project is well above anything else so it's more like his whatever he's working on. Well, I don't know. I, I don't feel like that's good. I don't feel like that's a good issue. It's maybe like a good issue if I was like being Wyatt and something the hell else. But I doubt his personal. That's like saying in an interview that your your worst quality is that you overwork. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I had someone <laughs> in an interview say that this week. And actually, they were really freaking good. But so just to prove that you can say that and be, still be considered. Yeah. They um, didn't get it though. Sorry for listening. <laughs> I really um, wanted to hire you. <laughs> what am I? Uh, what's it? Um, I guess he could be. He's some like he's not necessarily super quick to anger. No, he he kept his cool surprisingly well. Yeah. Uh, um, for for a guy who's like way about fire, um. He's definitely like, you think overconfidence is like, he's definitely overconfident. Like, 
he believes fully that he can he he believes fully that he can control the situ like whatever situation that he's in whether or not he can or think over overconfidence is do you think that's an okay flaw yeah okay. i think that's a pretty good flaw okay why is this not typing i right? mean it did nearly get him killed once so mm-hmm. it's true um okay and then i have a bond to emily's character um Is it boring that I just, like, maybe we have a contract together? That's not boring. Well, well Listen, Wyatt's also... Listen, and Wyatt just had a qu- contract together, and that got real interesting. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> um, well, Stay Wyatt's also a bit more. of, like, a wonderkin. Like, he was also, like, a... Like, sort of a... Sort of like a like a prodigy over at El- Elder Tower before he got moved over to the Kieran Collective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess like um, maybe maybe they don't have a contract together, but maybe they independently work together. Like may, like they'll set up contracts or something. Like if you know if Enix has a really good idea that Wyatt Wyatt likes, um, like he'll you know they'll set up a contract or buy it or something like that. But maybe they maybe they are just like old colleagues or study buddies or something like that from 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 Mage School. Okay. Yeah, that sounds you, good. You got you like that? Yeah, that's fine. Old study buddy with You should post Enix. yours in the chat too, even though you're taking notes. Yeah, I will. Okay. Done. Okay. Okay. Um Okay. Uh Shannon, you're up. Okay. Is it all right with you if I make an elf? Um, go for it. Yeah. As long as they're not the head of a guild, basically. Okay. Okay. Well, so I don't have to. The, one of us, one of the us. The only other guild that is controlled solely by an elf, I already have, like, I have that character. Okay. One of us uh, has I can to tell be you that the power. Name if you want. Huh? One, huh? one of us has to be a power. Does, does that mean that we have, that that person has to be the head of a guild or can they have no. power? It, in means, it means they have to be in a position where they make decisions. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they have to be in a guild. There what was numbered. Wyatt? Hmm? Perspective. Wyatt? Oh, I would have assumed power. Okay, sorry. Okay. Um, so, things about my perspective is the role. real power in this game. Yeah, it's if, true. If this person was um, um, an elf who did have some decision-making um, abilities in in a guild, not the head of a guild, but but decently up there, what, what guild, Brian? Do you think that they should be? And well, you could just be like a high-ranking member of one of the guilds. Isn't Elder Tower the oldest one? Elder Tower is the yeah. oldest one, and so would make they, the most sense. They would have the most power, technically, yeah. right? But you could, be, yeah, you could just be like, uh, you could be like a vice president in Elder Tower. Like there, there are lots of places where like you could have power to throw around. Okay, um, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm I'm typing their name in right now. Um, mm-hmm. Love is eternal like the sky, filled with stars as the planets swirl above. 
And what would you like us to call you for short? Um, I would pre- I would prefer for you to call me Love is Eternal Like the Sky Filled with Stars as the Planets Swirl Above. <laughs> All right, so you're going to be called Love. You you got this. Uh, <laughs> now you know. Now you know my, my like, oh, Jesus doesn't even fit in my little cheat sheet. <laughs> Um, so I want, I want this person to be power if, if that's okay. Um, and what, what I would like for them to be is a security officer, the chief security officer. Okay. I like that. For elder tower. Joe's going to kill us. (laughs) No, he won't. He doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Um, so this person is, is extremely wealthy, extremely elegant. They are non-binary as all the elves are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hey, we've officially said it yeah. in the podcast. Yes, we have said it. <laughs> we did it's, it. All of oh, you yeah, listeners yeah. out there, all elves are non-binary and go by they, them pronouns and have ridiculously long names. Yep. We did it. Yay. Adjust your fan fiction accordingly. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so this this person ha- has really dramatic looks, as as the elves do. Um, their okay. hair is silver. Ooh. But not like not like old lady silver, like a- actual like silver. Actual like almost metallic silver and and their their eyes are blue and not not normal blue but like elijah wood in lord of the rings blue eyes blue um so and they're they're quite cgi enhanced (laughs) they're quite tall and quite quite imposing um So they're like they're not like physically are they like physically built imposing or just like they have like an imposing they, demeanor about They them? are statuesque. Okay, cool. Okay. Yes. So um this person um feared well let's see. What what's the next step? Is the next step wish or fear? Um wish I think. A location actually. Oh, location. Um they they hang out a lot at that spa. Um, okay, awesome. The central forest waterfall that exists only in the mind's eye. Cool. Yes. Um, and that that's where they have all of their meetings. They have their business lunches. That's where they meet their informants. All of the things because they're a security officer. Okay. Yes. Um, so I like, I like the idea of you eating, like getting your nails done, eating a cucumber sandwich and then talking to some like urgent ass motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> yes. They, they, they are smuggled into my, my private suite, um, where my, where my stylist is, is doing my hairs. Um, to the wall. <laughs> no, Ready at a moment's notice. Not chained to the wall. Jeez. Okay. So, but I'm not going to type that whole long name it's going to be the waterfall spa yeah yeah oh you won't I type literally that just type long spa. name <laughs> um. no um okay so so the next the next bit is um is is it wish or fear yes okay um wish um for the kingdom um uh, wish for the kingdom is that the kingdom um how should i put this 
the kingdom retains its place of that's too generic. Um, that the yeah, because king- we all want the kingdom to retain its place of prominence. Right, right, right. Well, but what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say is specifically that the kingdom protects its um, its proprietary secrets. Um, the the um, the things that make the other places have to buy from us um, okay. when they're talking about magic tech. Um, so um, okay, okay, I like because okay, okay. So which for the kingdom to retain proprietary um, proprietary um, products and knowledge. Um, yeah. Um. If if that's if that's all right, is that all right? Yeah, that that makes sense. Because what that like because that that's interesting. Because what that would prevent us from doing is like, like um, uh, that would stop us from doing like uh, setting up some kind of like information. Tr- like it, it takes well, it doesn't take off the table. Um, but it sort of does because you're power. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, it takes off the table us like dealing like dealing more like dealing with more open channels of information to try and uh like fight off Amar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody feel okay about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Flaw, I'm gonna make this person into a terrible, terrible snob. Okay. Um Sweet. if you are not wealthy <laughs> and if you're not wealthy and good looking mm-hmm. They want nothing to do with you except as a tool. Um, yeah. So, and so the last, the last bit is, is a, um, is a, um, bond, bond to Wyatt. Oh, hmm. Okay. Um, well, we could go either professional or non-professional with this, probably. Listen, pitch, pitch, let's pitch both. Pitch both. Okay. So, professional would be that... Because um, um, Wyatt did used to work for Eller Tower before he, he went and helped everyone, like, helped the... The board of directors are the original, like, people who started uh, Kieran Collective, mm-hmm. and two of which used to work for Eller Tower. Okay. Well then Wyatt and and another guy. Well then let's make let's mix it up. Let's make it let's make it a little bit of both. Um okay. they they did work together in Elder Tower that it was an mm-hmm. there was um oh goodness, just they knew each other from the office, but they're also yeah. former lovers. Okay, great. Sweet. I, I imagine Wyatt has a number of exes. Former lovers. <laughs> former lovers, yeah. Okay. Gotta let Seer in on that <laughs> okay that's that because that's them done this is happening current time right yeah 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 so so basically uh we're gonna my time frame for this is 12 weeks from our last uh our last proper proper game session um so that it happens in the 12 weeks between our last proper game session and when we'll pick back up Okay, but when we pick back up, we're basically picking up right where this ends. Maybe we'll see what I—I I don't know for sure because we don't know what's going to about to happen. Right. So, 
Um, we may still be, who knows, like, this could all, like, this could all fail and we'll, you know, we'll deal with that. Okay. You all can see all the information for, for love is eternal like the sky filled with stars as the planets swirl above. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and Danielle. Okay, um, so my character is going to be named Mildred Vasquez. Yes. I don't know why, but I really um, like that name. That is a lovely name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's from the census data uh, via Seventh Sanctum, um, which is my name generator of choice. Yes. But also I like it because uh, Mildred in real life. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Mildred Vasquez, and she is a member of Parliament. Okay. Um, like one of the older members of, of Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what would you call like someone who's been in the Senate forever? Like it, what would you call them? Emeritus, like a senior. No, emeritus is no yeah, emeritus means right. they 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 don't really do mm-hmm. it anymore. Let's we'll just say Veteran? senior member. Yeah, of senior member of senior senior member of Parliament definitely gets the point across. Yeah. Um. And uh, she's definitely uh, receiving a lot of money from Elder Tower and has received a lot of money from Elder Tower um, because I don't think there are really quid pro quo laws uh, here in Loom. I mean, it definitely doesn't sound like it. Listen, there are quid pro quo laws in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so, you know, she, she does have a set of morals, but she's definitely like willing to stretch the boundaries of them for the right price. Right, right. Essentially. Um, she's got dark hair, um, kind of olive skin, you know, think Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, at, you know, of basically average size, um, wears glasses, um, and but because she's been in Parliament for so long, she's kind of older, um, and that's almost like a point of contention for her okay. because all of the elves from whom she gets money mm-hmm. obviously don't age at all. But even though she's been working with them for so long, and so like they've seen her age, right, right, and she hasn't seen the same thing. Um, and you can find her at Parliament. Okay. Um. Oh, what, what role is she playing? She is a, we're going to start off as a power. Okay. Like it. Um. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and her wish <laughs> is... For the, her wish for the kingdom I'm not sure does does she like her current arrangement or in her old age has or older age as she's aged been like getting more and more like fuck these assholes um <laughs> I don't, I don't, I think maybe like the very pre-beginnings of that is happening, mm-hmm. 
but you know she's still very comfortable where she is, right, right. Um, which is part of why I'm I'm starting her office power. Right, right. Um, maybe we, that's something that we can explore here. Um, but I think she's currently fairly comfortable with uh, with life, and so we're gonna say that her feet, her her wish, no, her fear. I don't know. Her fear is that the unrest amongst the um, amongst the populace will not not just like tear the kingdom apart, mm-hmm. but destroy, create anarchy. Essentially, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just straight up, straight up anarchy, destroy the government, um, and that in, in, in the process. Okay. Um, Okay. In a in a violent way. Okay. Let's let's put a little bit more of a point in on that. Okay. Um and for a wish. No, you don't have to have you have one or the other. You don't have to have both. Oh, one or the other? Yeah, okay, yeah. well then I'll awesome. Then I'll keep the fear. Yeah. Um and for a flaw, we are a fearful group. Yeah, it's like people. Only got fears, one are e- wish. Mm-hmm. fears are easier to play off. That's of. true. Um, I'm going to say that uh, Mildred has just found out about some like insidious genetic disease that she has Ooh. that like magic hasn't found a way to get rid of mm-hmm. at least not yet and so yeah. like, it, it's a flaw because it, it's it's leverage yeah. against her because complete restoration doesn't get rid of cancer basically right right okay so we're gonna say that um recently Well, okay. I I don't mm. I don't dislike that aspect, but mm-hmm. no, no. Okay, yeah, it's issue. It's not okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I, I, I am. I was interpreting the rule differently than how the book actually says it should be. So, <laughs> okay. Okay, um, and then I have to create a relationship with love is eternal like the sky filled with stars as the planets swirl Thank above. Thank you for yeah. using my full um, name. You're welcome. Um, and I think <laughs> Sorry, that... I just thought of some dumb, some shitty, shitty thing I'm going to do in the future. <laughs> Tell us what you're going to do in the future, Brian. That'll happen. Oh, no. <laughs> I imagine that half-elves look up at the elves like, Ugh, like really? When they have their full <laughs> names, like require that people say them too. It's like we don't do that shit. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna say that. I mean, you're you're 
they they're one of the people that uh come and make the wishes of Elder Tower known mm-hmm. to me. Um or probably I go to you. Yeah, honestly. probably. Um, um but yeah, I, I think that that's our relationship, that you you are one of the points of contact between Elder Tower and myself um, for to, to, to get things done in Parliament. Okay. Cool. cool. Okay. And then I need a relationship with Danielle's character. Right. And I'm sorry, I, I was waiting for you to post your thing. There we go. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So you're a senior member of Parliament. I think... My relationship to you is that Enix is um, preparing some specific piece of technology for your department, maybe. Like, you know how they'll, like, have people come in and, like, teach people how Mm -hmm. to use their email and shit like that. So, like, Uh Enix has, like, worked with the parliament before designing stuff for you. Okay. Okay, cool. Has, Has, like, you know, government contract work stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe Mildred, just to like make it connect better, maybe Mildred's on some sort of like, like parliamentary panel that focuses yeah. on that. Some, like that a committee. Sort of, yeah, like a committee. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. So we work on a committee together? Or you well I'm sorry, I don't Um so like my committee is the one that that works with your thing to present like new technology to the government or something. Okay, so you're um, basically campaigning for my technology to be valid. Yeah. Is or, that a better yeah. understanding? I'm sorry, I'm not understanding well. Um, so, like, hmm. sorry, I'm shitty at understanding things. No, 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 no. it's not you. It's, I'm not explaining it well either. Um, because I'm, I'm trying to understand it as I explain it, and that's usually not the best way to. Um, so basically, it's like Mildred works on a, like, a government committee, uh, that is the government committee with a focus on technology. And you're one of the people that that committee works with. Yeah. Like you're, okay. you're, you're the civilian end of that. Yeah. So, okay. So like, so like a, um, uh, oh shit. What do they call them? Um, government contract. No. Um, I mean that, that fits too. Um, I, don't, nope. I can't think of it. What the word is. Keep going. I've got to wrangle my cat. Which cat is it? The deaf one. Probably the deaf one. Assuming that Brian wasn't yelling at it. Because there was no reason to. Um, so I'm typing up something and tell me if I'm typing up the correct thing. Okay. Um, Enix is a contracted worker who works directly with Mildred's committee to... That's where I stopped typing. Um, sorry, this is the most complicated relationship. It wasn't supposed to be that hard. Um, um, well, like committees in the in the Senate. Hang on. 
let's do some Googling. What are the words we need? <laughs> Dear Google, how words? <laughs> Night's ruined, by the way, guys. How come? Oh, because you opened a, a regular Coke. soda. No, we're out of regular Coke. Oh no. oh, no. What are you drinking oh, instead? Drink. Poison or Diet Coke. It's probably that Diet Coke that we got for Stitch and Bitch. It's true. Yes. As long as it's not hairspray water. <laughs> I fucking love that thing. It's like, LaCroix tastes like you're drinking soda water and someone yells the name of the of a fruit in the other room. I saw that. <laughs> it's so accurate. Okay. So... We have the United States Senate Commerce Subcommittee on Communications, Technology, Innovation, and the Internet. I love it. Um, so dumb. <laughs> good, good. The United States was definitely in there, and I don't think that exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we can change that easy. And has jurisdiction over legislation, congressional action, and other matters relating to communications. For these so, purposes, communications includes telephones, cell phones, the internet, commercial, non-commercial television, blah, blah, blah. So you have to okay my technology before it can go out into the world. But, well, basically, you're, it would be you're coming to this committee in order to, like, get a bill passed or some, to have Parliament do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we're not, we're not the FDA of magic, right? Yeah. Um, cause that's, that's more an executive branch agency. These committees are like, they, they are the small groups where Congress people decide on the laws before they go out to like the whole Congress. They didn't have to approve the internet, but they did get to make some recommendations about net neutrality. Yeah. Okay. So I might have someone else type up this relationship cause I'm failing it every time I try to put it into words. Um, you you work with the committee that Mildred is part of. We don't have to. We don't actually have to worry about what the committee actually does because we're not going to get into. Yeah. Like I, I am. I am. I will crash this podcast into a tree if we become basically model UN. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like, so you work with Mildred on a on a government. Like you work with the government committee that Mildred is a part of. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. As like an advisor. Done. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Oh, shit. We've got things. Now, what's the next step? What are we even doing here? All in our separate rooms. Um, playing the game. Okay. So starting the game, uh, set out three blank index cards. We're not doing that. Um, <laughs> Lord. Um, one will be written. One will have time passes and draw a line of check boxes equal to the number of players. Um, so what I'm going to do is time passes. Underscore. No, wait, that's an equal sign. No, yeah, underscore, underscore, <laughs> underscore, underscore. Those. Okay, so time passes. Oh, oh hell, I'm at the wrong layer. Um, so, time passes. Then we'll have a crisis. Uh, 
with. Oh, we don't have a touch. No, we do have a touch. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, have yeah. yeah, good, good. Yes, crisis. Underscore, 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 underscore. Um. Um, so, um, Emmy, yeah. about your position, your, your, your touchstone-ness, um, you might feel like as we're playing that your character doesn't like have a lot of mechanical effect on the world because touchstones, like they tell you what the broader, what the people, like the populace is feeling, like everything that you feel is a reflection of everything that the populace feels. Right. Um, but that doesn't like, it doesn't, like, you don't make decisions about, like, what we do as a result of a crossroad, and you don't tell us what happens oh, after no, a crossroad I, happens. I just put myself but, out of the thing. No, 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 no. But you have a very powerful thing in that your character, your your role, is all about crisis. And basically, your role is telling us how the populace is reacting to the decisions that we're making. Right. It's not directly saying the consequences. It's saying, okay, well, that happened and this is how the people feel about it. And so essentially, you can grab this bull by the horns and just throw it off a cliff by just checking crisis boxes. And then all of a sudden, the kingdom is in flames. Yeah. So, Um. so, uh, so basically, mechanically, how the game works is we have the, we have our quote unquote index cards with our stuff on them. Um, I have a, I have a, ridiculous at this point photoshop file that i'm working on um i'm gonna i'm gonna take a picture of this and send it to you guys here in a second um i'm also gonna post um the roles in the chat so that we can see them because they can change too yeah yeah yes and i'm gonna forget what mine does if i can't constantly see it so are we gonna are we gonna finish this out liking wyatt (laughs) <laughs> are you, you going to make us like quiet? Time will tell. <laughs> Listen, you're the ones who left him alive and made me characterize his ass. You're so. the one who made him good looking. Genetics yeah. made him good looking. Uh, no, your imagination made him good looking, Brian. I don't. Those What's first that? two things are not locations. What? The thing Brian oh. just posted. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoopsie doops. Okay, well then just ignore those first. I mean, technically, Amar is a location, yes, but... I must have... I don't know what I did there. Let me take those off my... And I'm going to post this. Because we will need it, probably. I don't know. I need it. So, fuck y'all if you won't. Sorry. It should be uploading. There we go. Ah, I need it. Sorry if you don't deal with it. Okay, cool. I've got all the locations. Let me... This is... Behold. My ridiculous Photoshop file. Oh, my name is back to normal in this channel. I'm not a capybara over here. What? Ooh, that's a small picture. What <laughs> did you even do, Brian? What? <laughs> what have you done? What is this? I've got two, I've got two screens, by the way. That's I know. I really weird. appreciate the red lines drawn in paint. <laughs> I know. What the? What the actual fuck is this? <laughs> this has this has all of the information we need at any time. Why did you do it in Photoshop, Brian? 
Yeah, maybe that's the most difficult <laughs> place you could have done it. It's so I could move it around. <laughs> so if I like, needed to move any you couldn't have picked a more around. difficult place to do that. What? Mm-hmm. It's like trying to do a spreadsheet in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> like, why did you do this? With, like, hand-drawn inboxes. I am, I, Emmy, this has to go on the on on the social meds. Um, I'll, That's fair. I'll, I'll hide do our is, Discord. When we get, like, I'll, um, I'll save this as a JPEG currently. That way you don't have, like, our Discord server happen there. And also, like, my computer stuff. Um, but I can, I can save this as a JPEG right now. That works. I also saved the picture of Rat's Nest, our inspiration for a really good-ass dive bar. And <laughs> I uploaded a picture of my cat to Twitter and Instagram because... We were not getting very far into this podcast before I put a picture of my cat on there. That's fair. You gave me rights to edit. You shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, listeners, enjoy my cat. She's lovely. She gives high fives. Okay. And plays So, uh, the way we were, I was explaining to, to, so basically the way the game works Mm -hmm. is that, um... And we're past the, yes, I know what the index card should look like. Jesus. Okay. Oh, you've even got the lines like weirdly behind the text. This is awful. <laughs> as, um, Join us as we put Brian completely good. on blast for his awesome <laughs> skills. He deserves it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did this in Photoshop. <laughs> I thought, mm, you know what? Of the hundreds of programs I have on my computer for doing things, Photoshop is the best one. I should have Were done you- them all. Like I should have. I have this program that does like idea webs. I should have just done it as one ridiculous idea web. Were you high at the time? <laughs> well, it was an hour ago. The time is current, so <laughs> it was yes. literally um, an hour ago. Okay. So uh, I believe we'll need to. So let's go ahead, and we'll need to set a crossroads. So the overview of play. Yeah. If there is no, so here are the basically the steps of, of play. Um, Ow! If there is no crossroads, we need to introduce one. But if we already have, uh, if we've already made a crossroad and someone else has not, um, the nearest player to our left. So basically, I would guess uh, I'm gonna say just because we've started started there, um, we'll have Emily set the crossroad, I guess, or maybe we'll just all we'll all initially decide on a crossroad. Yeah, can we be collaborative yeah. in something and stop making me do everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, is Emily still the top of the thing? Emily's no longer. Um, well, Emily's still am. top of the chat. Okay. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> you, you're alphabetically first. <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm Capybara on one and M on the other. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, then we'll play a scene. Uh, a scene focusing on what your character thinks or does about the crossroad. We'll play together. Um... And then we'll do reactions. Any player can do a, a uh, can briefly narrate how their character reacts to the scene. It must be a direct reaction to what just happened. Um, uh, each player can make one and use it to do or show one thing. Except for obviously the player who probably set up the scene. They don't need to react to the thing they just did. Um, um can. Perspective and power use their powers during a reaction. I can't remember. Um, I don't know, but it seems like they would be able to. 
Where where else would they? Because if they if in the I mean, next they, scene, they we're can dealing, do it. They can do it in scene. Yeah, they it, well, yeah. yeah. I like if they weren't in the scene, they need to make a reaction. That's a that's a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the next scene is about a whole different thing, so it, it wouldn't make sense for them to make a make a prediction or an order. Yeah. About something that previously happened. So I w- I'm just gonna say yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um. Anyone in a scene or a reaction can use their role to influence... Okay, yep, derp, it's in the next sentence. Um, <laughs> to influence the crossroad. Perspectives make predictions. Touch Touchstones shows what the people of the kingdom feel. Power decides what the kingdom does. If your role does not fit you anymore, you can change it. Characters can also challenge to stop something another character did or establish or established. Or they can overthrow to take away another character's role. Uh, but you cannot kick a character out of the game. So, like, if uh, if we tried to, say, overthrow Love, uh, Love is not out of the game. They just switch roles. Yeah. You can't overthrow uh, Love. Love is eternal. I mean, they're, they are immortal, yes. <laughs> um Love is eternal, kind of like a sky filled with stars. Is the planets world above? You know, a little bit. Um, I heard that somewhere once. So, scenes advance a card. Uh, after your scene, pick which card you want to move closer to completion. Checking crossroad box is the default, but if you can check crisis, you can check crisis if you think the kingdom is in trouble, or time passes to draw out the crossroad and move closer to a break in the action. Resolve cards that are full. Uh, if you check the last box on a card, stop and resolve it before the next player takes their turn. If more than one card is full, resolve each one of the uh, one in this order. Crossroads, crisis, then time passes. The next, then, you know, after we do that, then it's the next player's turn. Um, we move clockwise or to the left or we'll just, we'll just go down the roads and that's whatever. Um, that's the whole game. Keep repeating until your kingdom becomes a paradise on Earth, collapses in flames, or, you know, everyone goes home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we doing first? Okay, so I guess we need to... First, we, we have to create a crossroads. So let's go to the crossroads chapter. Um, a crossroad is an yep. important decision the kingdom must make. It is fork in the road. Will the kingdom go one way or the other? The decision may change the kingdom forever, for better or worse. When a crossroad is introduced, it is the only question. We don't know which choice the kingdom is going to make until we've played some scenes and explored it. Um, a crossroad must be something the kingdom does or decides, not something that is done to the kingdom. The crossroad may be a reaction to some outside force or situation, but the question is always what about what the kingdom chooses. Um, deciding whether or not the kingdom is invaded by barbarians is not a valid crossroad. Deciding whether the, to bribe the attacking barbarians is. So that's sort of their example. Uh, each crossroad is a major arc in the story of your kingdom, is the next chapter you're going to explore. The crossroads you introduce determine what kind of story you're going to play. As the game continues, each player will get to introduce crossroads they want the kingdom to conf- they want the kingdom to confront. Blah. You can, er, er, you can introduce crossroads that could reverse previous decisions the kingdom has made, but you can never erase what has happened. Um, make the crossroads matter to you. 
Interesting crossroads are essential to the success of the game. Uh, need a good idea for a crossroads? Look at your character's wishes or fears and make a crossroad that puts the kingdom right on the path your character wants or dreads. Um, play to see what they'll do to make it happen or to stop it. Um, players take turns making crossroads. If the current player has already made a crossroad, the next player who has not made one yet does so instead. Uh, we're going to start, we're going to, for right now, let's just stick to the idea of like just um, collaboratively creating the crossroads. Everyone feel okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Which threats are we really focusing on with our characters? Do we kind of have a wide? Um, it it doesn't matter. Go go for whatever whatever feels right. So basically, well, I just um, mean we can focus on the things that are immediately important to us at, to begin with. Right. Okay, so I have an idea. Okay. Um, so, you know, we mentioned this Henry Ford dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Who is bringing up this steampunk stuff. And it's it's kind of on the black market, um, but that's mostly just because they don't want pushback from the guilds um, in the open. Yeah. Um, and so what I'm thinking is that maybe there's, like, this underground technology show. Okay. Yeah. Um. And the kingdom has to decide whether it's going to um, shut down this show or not. Um, and like, we can we can say that like this is something. The show's not technically illegal, right? It's not technically illegal. We could even go as far to say like this is a show that happens every year, mm -hmm. and it brings in a whole lot of like commerce for the for the city. Mm -hmm. Um, but this year it's going to have a different we, we've, sort of connotation, we've, right? And and this year we, you know, maybe maybe someone, maybe there's word that this dude is going to finally bring his stuff out into the open, um, and so the kingdom has to decide if we're going to if it's going to shut down this fair or not. Okay, I feel okay. I, I feel kind of I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Okay. This one's going to be difficult for. For me, I think, because my character and the people are actively going to feel different things, and that's not supposed to be correct, right? Maybe not. I mean, like, if you want the- I'm not supposed to feel what the, what the people feel, right? Yeah, you feel whatever the people feel. So, that now, would be Now, the people don't necessarily have to be a monolith, yeah, though. It's true. Some of the people, like, yeah. Like, a significant portion of the people feel how your character mm -hmm. feels. So- Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I feel like like the people in my character are going to feel two completely different ways about this. How do you mean? Like, my character is going to want to put a stop to it, but the people are going to be like, what the fuck? You're well, the other thing in. is, without the fair, like, the fair is not just this guy displaying. It's, like, Elder Tower, He-Red and Collective, it, your yeah. organization. Like, everyone. So if, yeah. so our goal, though, like, we, we have to decide if we're going to shut the whole fair down. Yeah, not the just whole fair, not just this guy. The whole fair. And that's going to piss yeah. people off. Yeah. Well, so yeah. you, there, there are, there are numerous ways to shut a guy down without shutting well, yeah. down the whole thing. But that's not, the, that is not the crossroads. That's not at. our goal. Yeah. The, the pitch is, Will we shut down the entire, like, will the kingdom shut down the entire fair to stop this guy? Hmm. 
That that's the and, pitch. And yeah. the cool thing is, like, we can play to figure out like how people react to this, how we react to this, what we do to yeah. do it. Do like, we? Do we? Like, we don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no is a legitimate answer, yeah. but we play to find out. I just think that that would be an interesting start. That is an interesting start. Because we could also find a scapegoat. We could make him the scapegoat. We could, if we can pitch it. We could turn him into an actual goat. <laughs> we do have... You could also probably yeah, do we'll that. we'll find somebody with true polymorph. <laughs> Guys, we just, uh, we went a completely different direction. <laughs> it's like... Will they shut down the fair? Like, neither, actually. We just turned everyone into goats. End of game. When your solution is a wizard, all your problems look like goats. <laughs> <laughs> that's You're an welcome. elf name. I'm just gonna, that I'm just gonna, that's an elf I'm just gonna that leave now, guys. <laughs> Brian, that's an elf name. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's not. No. I refuse. Yeah, I refuse. It yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm making an elf. We need to do a couple more one shots. <laughs> um, you guys want to name this my, dwarf my guy? My short form is goats. Huh? You guys want to name the dwarf? I really, I really just want to name him Henry Ford. <laughs> we could name him Ford, but it's for it's Ford, but it's spelled like fjord. Yes. <laughs> is his and name it, Henry Fjord? It's H. It's H J. I N R I F J O R D E. What? <laughs> I'm gonna Put I'm gonna type chat. it. Um, H J I N R I F J O R D E. I N R Can Henry? The the J is silent. The J Henry. is silent in both. Hen- Henry Ford. Can you add a couple silent cues in there, please? Hmm? Hmm? Add a couple silent cues. No. <laughs> okay, uh, so Danielle, why don't you type out our... So does everyone feel good about that crossroads? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So, yeah, go ahead and type that out, and we will start. Um, I guess... Just to be an ass, my character is going to call him Jinri. 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 <laughs> you're from Fran- you're from fantasy frames. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um. Anyone got a got a good feeling about an establishing scene? Are we going in any specific order? Um. Whoever starts, whoever starts, the next person will be whoever's next down on the list in Discord. Gotcha. Um. I'll start because I came up with the crossroads, okay. I guess. Okay. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and okay. kick this off. So, I would like to have a scene. Uh, where are the... At the sensual forest waterfall that exists solely in the mind's eye spot social mm-hmm. club. Um, with love is eternal like the sky filled with stars <laughs> as the planets planet swirl above. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, um, would anyone else like to be in the scene? <laughs> um, no, let's go. Like, can we? We can theoretically. Yeah, we'll just we have reactions. React to it. Go so for we it. Yeah. know what happens, regardless of if we're in the scene. Or yes, not, definitely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And so Mildred comes into the spa. I I would presume that she comes to the spa on a semi-regular basis. Um, like to get her weekly hair done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bi-weekly. Um, and so she comes in um, and, you know, talks with the receptions for a bit. Goes and sits with her usual um, uh, hairstylist. <clears throat> and then, like, I imagine you're around, like, not puttering, but the very wealthy to do equivalent of puttering. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going around and visiting the different clientele. And I kind of, like, just subtly try to catch your eye to get you to come over. Okay. Um, it's, it, it will not take, it, it won't, it won't happen right away. Um, even, mm-hmm. even if, um, even if, Love, which I'm gonna go ahead and use their their shortened name just for ease of use. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh God. And also, I don't know if I can remember. Okay. Um, love is eternal, like the sky filled with this with stars as the planets swirl above. Knows that you're there, but is not going to acknowledge you right away. Um. And in mm-hmm. fact, what winds up happening is that um, they go ahead and adjourn to their private suite and your stylist is going to whisper in your ear that you should go up there when you're done. Okay. okay. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I... You know, enjoy my hair appointment because, I mean, if you're going to get your hair your hair done at a real ridiculously expensive place, you might as well enjoy mm-hmm. the experience, right? Um, and then I'm going to go over up to your quarters and um, not, it's not, not my quarters. Quietly. It's not it's not my house. Not your quarters. Your 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 it, office. It, no 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 no. I don't work <laughs> from here. It, I have a pri- I have a okay. Private styling spa suite. Ah. Okay. Then I will go to the private styling spa suite. (laughs) 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 And knock quietly on the door. And wait to uh, be kind of ushered Um, You wait a couple of beats until you hear them say, Enter. Of course. <laughs> and you come in and they're um, they're they have literally like the cucumber slices over their eyes. Um and someone <laughs> has just finished massaging their feet and and they they gesture <laughs> you towards a chair. Okay. I'm going to sit down, take the proffered seat. Um and I'm going to kind of collect myself for a moment because like there's a there's a thing and I'm going to be like so it has come to my office's attention that a certain dwarf is planning on exhibiting his newest event invention at the innovation fair Mildred how wonderful it is to hear your voice once again. 
<laughs> I love this character. <laughs> and just how did what 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 is his name? The dwarf Henry Ford. <laughs> Henry Ford. <laughs> And just just how did um, Shorty Ford get permission to exhibit at the fair? <laughs> Whose watch was that? I don't know. What's the committee that runs the fair? Good question. Um, I mean, I doubt the fair is like governmently. It doesn't have to be controlled yeah, by the government. Like, it could be a private thing. Yeah, it's it's just the the group the Okay, we need to address who puts this fair the, on. The, right. Yeah. Yeah, the Loom Association uh for I can't I'm not good at acronyms, guys. Uh are you trying to what, what are you trying to make So it far spell? we have lost. <laughs> the the Loom Association for uh, Technology Ecosystems and it's and late. Late. <laughs> Techno- oh, the Loom Association for Technology Enrichment. Yes. Yeah. Damn. That there was we good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't. Good job, Brian. Um. Don't we have contacts, or I don't know, absolute control over that committee? <laughs> We do not. It has never been a problem prior to now. Definitely a failing of short-sighted mortals. Present company excluded, of course, Mildred. (laughs) I'm going to roll my eyes because she can't see. (laughs) They can't see me. Because they have cucumbers over their eyes. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to roll my eyes. <laughs> so I assume that you have come to me wanting me to do something about it. I, Mildred, if you could explain it to me like I'm... Well, explain it to me. Why it's such a bad thing. For him to exhibit anyway, it's obviously inferior technology. So, I am not here to petition you to end it. My skin is not as much in this game. I have a great many benefactors. However, because of our long-standing relationship... I wanted you to hear it from me that this was happening as soon as that I heard that it was happening. Because you might want to do something about it because the people are uneasy. And the people don't like how expensive magic has become. And while mere mortals may not have the long-reaching power of those of those of you who are more long-lived, they do have an awful lot of power in their money. And if you have a competitor 
who can simply sell more of his device that gets the same thing done for cheaper, then you have a problem. At this point... I would just explain capitalism. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) At this point, um, they're going to um, sit up and and take the cucumbers off of their eyes off their eyes and like actually fling them just fling them into a corner <laughs> um and like visibly wince when they actually set eyes on on Mildred and not even try to hide it ah so you are giving me the benefit of your long years of experience, I take it. Rude. <laughs> I appreciate your continuing to be concerned with the interests of my organization. Do you have any suggestions for a course of action? Well, while it would not be the most popular decision, we could simply prevent the innovation fair from occurring. Uh, That does not seem like it would be an ideal situation. So many have, um, have prepared for so long. Also, it's only been a year since the last fair. So long in the relatively short lives of mortals. (laughs) Apparently. Do we get to kill people in this game? Just asking for a friend. (laughs) We do not. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, Danielle. You might want to put your mic back just a little or readjust your mic because you're breathing into it. Oh, I'm sorry. I do not think that it would be a good idea to make that decision unless we have unless we have exhausted all other avenues of shall we say judicious intervention. Point of order. Yes. Are you making are you making an order as a power? Yes. Okay. So current standing order we will not shut down the fair unless we have no other options. Well, I don't. We wanna. We wanna. We wanna kind of do it as okay. a fifth. Then, okay. That makes it easier. If if we come up, if we put forward a different option, then we will not set shut down the fair. Yes. Did we? Did is that a it, sentence it, that makes I, sense? Well, the, 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 the order would be something like, if, if we do not shut down the fair, we will find some other way of dealing with this dwarf. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. I would prefer not to cause, so, it would be, it would be seen by some as too much reaction perhaps would give him too much credit if we 
shut down the fair because of this one fjord dwarf. Let's pursue other avenues. Perhaps he and his technology could meet with a little accident. There are many ways to deal with the technology of dwarves. <laughs>